Lucky you. Best 36 holes in golf. You tuned in to Alternate Shots Podcast. Barney's Army. Where we talk about golf. Barkies, Sandys. Poker. Bond. James Bond. Horse racing. I'm all in. Great movies. Alfred Hitchcock. We have no script. And down the stretch they come. We're glad you joined us. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop. Let's start again. So, Billy, how lucky are we today? We have none other than Gabriella Papali, or as her friends call her, Gabby, but her dad calls her Gabriella when he wants her to fall in line or pay attention. And she has a bunch of backgrounds that we're going to get to explore today. And, and she knows how to do podcasts for real. Uh, I don't know. You guys have been doing this longer than I have. So I think I need to take some lessons from you. So go back on that, that little tangent. Again, there's no script with Billy and I. Yeah. Syracuse, which is a communication capital. A lot of big sports broadcasters like Mike Tirico, Bob Costas. Um, there were, I don't know, there were so many. It was a, I mean, I don't know if it still is, but when I was going into college, it was the number one broadcasting school in the country. And my parents' dream for me was always to be a sports broadcaster. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool, I could do it, I guess. But it didn't even end up working out. I- that dome is under unbelievable to watch a game. Oh, yeah, it's insane. For basketball, it's honestly nuts what they do and the amount of people that they squeeze in a small little area. So I was a cheerleader there um, for two years, my first two years, and for football and basketball. Goldfinger, Thunderball, and then the next one was uh, You Only Live Twice. The scene was pretty cool. It was all in Japan, and the, oh. the Bond girls were Japanese. They weren't American. There are never any bad-looking Bond girls, I can say that. Do you like Bond movies? Yes, Pierce Bronson. He he was my favorite Bond. I loved him. The new one who they in I mean, I'm not Daniel Craig. Yeah, Daniel Craig. I mean, I just, I watched the last one. Yeah, they Bond killed him. So that. we're upset that? about that. They killed him. I know. You can't, okay, you I didn't can't know kill James Bond, right? It's not allowed. What I say, I, he's not dead. I they this this franchise might have decided to end it, but James Bond will be back. He has to. He has yeah. to. I, I'm sorry, but James Bond can't be a girl. 007 can't be a girl. Thank you. 008 can be a girl. Yeah, but 007, that's James Bond. That's a man. It's only going to be a man. Right. It can't. I'm sorry. No. Really? And I sobbed at the end of that movie. <laughs> the character. The character is the character. Sherlock Holmes isn't a woman. And, you know. No. Ian Fleming, <clears throat> who created James Bond and all the other characters, in his home called Goldeneye in Jamaica. There's a little, like a, a little place overlooking a little bay in the Caribbean. And he went through lots of cigarettes to create that character. They're not going to kill it off. 70 <laughs> cigarettes a day? That's, That's what a they lot, said. Right? He died. The stock of Philip Morris crashed. Somewhere along the line, you went to the 76ers. I did an internship in the events and hospitality department. And that was really cool. I stayed with the organization after the summer as an intern for game presentation and live events. Uh, so we planned and executed all of the in-game entertainment and live events for all home games for the Sixers. So if you're ever at any sort of like a sporting game or a basketball game, you have like your pregame timeouts, halftime, um, and then any sort of breaks at all for any entertainment, any branding videos, um, contest entertainers, um, any outside performers that came in, our in-arena hosts, our mascot, 
Um, that's what we were overseeing and doing and executing. I was invited by the NBA to work two NBA all-star games. I was in China, um, doing the NBA China games. I was in London doing the NBA London games, uh, one year with them. And I was like, I don't even know what game presentation is. Like you, you think it's like little fairies in the background running around, you know, doing things and you don't think that that's an actual job, but it's yeah. Oh yeah. And it was so fun. So fun. And yeah, there's always a lot more work, a lot more work going on behind the scenes than anybody ever realizes. And yeah. What inspired you to start podcasting? It's something that my mom has been trying to get my dad and I to do for years. And I think that finally now I gained the confidence to be able to just be like, you know what? I don't care what people think if it sucks and it flops and at least I tried and I just don't want to have any regrets of saying, oh, you know, and looking back, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda, but I just want to at least be able to say I tried. So, you know, I mean, what made you guys get into it? Bobby made me get into it. And so many of these phone calls said we should do a podcast. Yeah, we just try to capture lightning in a bottle. Yeah, I like that. Well, you know, today, today there's a lack of good content. Absolutely. We grew up with Walter Cronkite got on and he took his glasses off and he got a tear. John F. Kennedy was shot. He was doing the news. And yeah, um, there was a fire changed. in the Bronx or there was a bad storm or whatever else. You didn't right. hear any politics. You no, know, we thought that there's enough room there for new content that's interesting. You know, we just did our James Bond episode where, you know, there's 25 James Bond episodes. Uh, and we did a horse racing episode. We're going to do on 17, Eric Cole. He's two back to pull it in one. Yeah, I, I well, and I was also at a point in my life where I knew that I needed to try something different. I felt stuck, and so I said, you know, I need to, I need to do something else. I need to try it, and if I don't, and I need to go somewhere because if I don't, then I'll never leave again. Like I don't want to have any regrets. I'll try it for a year, and if I hate it, I'll go back home. It's always going to be there. My friends are always going to be there. I really do feel very fortunate, and. You know, they say everything happens for a reason. I truly consider myself very blessed because it forced me out of my comfort zone and it forced me to go to a new place. And I was fortunate to have unbelievable people put into my life. And not everybody's that lucky, especially when moving to a new a new place. It's awesome. I'm so happy here. I'm like, I will never leave. I still try and recruit Chloe to come down here. I'm like, so you can come in, right? Like, <laughs> she might. Like, she might. But you're also, I, I think you're a leader. I think you're going to be finding yourself looking back in 10 years. Look at I did. And so many other people did it because there's anything but sedentary. Not even close. And you know, what's actually interesting though. So when my parents got their house down here in 2018, I would come and visit and I'll never forget this. My mom and I were having just a drink at a bar at a, I don't even know, a restaurant in South Jersey a few years ago before COVID. And we started talking to a couple and they said, we said, you know, that we were going down to Jupiter and the, the man was like, oh, it's all old people. You wouldn't like it there. I said, you're actually wrong. There's actually a decent amount of young people. There's a lot of things that are going on. There's a, you know, there's really a lot to do down here. And he kept trying to convince me that it was all old people. And I was like, no, and this was pre-COVID in like 2019. And so, I I mean, it's an unbelievable place to live. So many young families and just like a melting pot is what my mom were calling it today. On a Friday night, you see all the parents getting after it. And then they have their young kids in the daycare center there. And then, you know, and they're ready to go. They either walk home or, you know, you have your golf carts. So it's just, it's just so different. It's so fun.
So what does this mean here, this whole thing we're looking at here, number 83? You weren't born when he was 83, right? You came after. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Um, you know, we do, actually, do we have to be polite about the Eagles? Hey, I know you're New Yorkers. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. I'll go at you, too. Bring it on. I'm ready. Billy, I'll give you <laughs> well, 10 I got things. nothing to bring on. You got, uh, you got the Super Bowl. I don't have anything yet. Okay. You can't be an Eagle fan and a Giant fan. It's just like oil and vinegar. But so yeah. this uh, this this little jersey your dad wore for four or five years, right? How, how did he get to wear this jersey? How did he get to be an Eagle? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it started, honestly, just because he got an opportunity. Um, he was so the movie portrays him as a full-time, you know, as a bartender and a substitute teacher, where actually he was a full-time school teacher teaching um, things like business finance uh, at his alma mater, at his high school that he went to in Glen Olden, Pennsylvania, and then was a bartender on the side and then played in the World Football League. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that league for like for a year, never played college football, Never, uh, he played his senior year of high school, never played college football in college, was a track and field athlete. Um, and so in a pole vaulter, actually, that was his. That was, was he his, fast? He was very fast, yeah, yeah. And he could jump, he could pole vault, Billy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of these he guys now are pole vaulting. You see them running up, then they just jump over the defender and they get into the end zone, right? It's, it's crazy, it's nuts. I, I'll it's never know if I was able to pole vault. You never tried it. No. <laughs> The opportunity never came along where I was near a track with a big long stick. So, <laughs> but I would yeah. never, I would never occur to me to try it either. So that's that's something. Watching those guys. Would you go skydiving, Billy? No, not anymore. Me neither. But our friend here's done that. That's right? youth. That's youth. You jumped out of a plane. How high were you when you jumped out of a plane, and where were you? I was on, I was traveling. I was on the coast of Italy and I was doing a backpacking trip for five weeks with my friend. And I said, say, Carrie, I'm going skydiving on this trip, whether you want to do it or not. And she, so she ended up doing it with me and I didn't tell my dad because he's deathly afraid of heights. So after I did it, I said, guess what I just did? And I sent him a picture of me, like, you know, going through the sky, <laughs> but it was fun. And it was so pretty. I don't even know how high we were. But how know, long did they, it take to get from the plane to the ground? You know, you're doing like the free fall thing. And uh, for probably, I, honestly, I don't even know because it probably felt like five minutes, but it was really probably only like a minute, minute and a half. Yeah. And then you're just kind of coasting from there. And, you know, you sit up and I was looking at the coast of Italy and um, I mean, it was, it was beautiful beautiful and it was so cool i was like but it was the second i wasn't nervous but then the second they opened up the the uh the door of the plane and they're like all right you guys ready and i was like what am i doing what, what have i done too late to be nervous then because they're yeah. pushing you out did you go and, with another person you, oh, were you, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so I, it's like if you don't want to go you know too bad that's the only way i would do it that and maybe a bottle of wine which is probably not good on the way down right you probably throw it all up it, was it quiet? No. You hear the wind. It's just like, boom. Oh, it's noisy. Okay. Wind oh, is yeah, pushing it's super yeah. noisy. When you're like making the initial fall, but then once you're up, then it's really not noisy at all. Billy, That's did like, you know uh, Gabby's brother is a football player? What position? Wide receiver. 
And he's also um, sometimes uh, they have him doing uh, punt returns. Special teams, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. So, um, you know, I mean, he's good and he hits, he blocks, and he has great hands and he's fast. His dream ever since he was a kid was to play in the NFL. If it doesn't so your happen- only sibling? Yep. Yeah. So he's three years younger than I am. Um, but everybody thinks that he's older because he's tolerating his facial hair. So <laughs> well, we're thankful that he's that way and you're not. Yeah. A couple of questions. I'd have the facial hair. I could, I could so, see you might want to be a little taller. Would you rather be cooking for your friends or would you rather go out to dinner? Oh, that's a good one. Um, oh, depends on my mood. Um, maybe, maybe go out. Cause then we can get dressed up and go have fun and like, you know, and then if it's, if it's a weekend night that we could go out dancing and, you know, do like a little fun thing. Whether she's going out to the CVS or she's going out dancing, she's always looking like she's going out. Yeah. So if you were in a lounge uh-huh. and you were 49 of, of your other girlfriends, no guys were there. There were just two guys on the left side of the lounge was James Bond on the right side of the lounge was Arnold Palmer. Where would you go? <laughs> Oh man, old me would say, oh, well, how old, how young are they? Wait, let's wait, say they're wait. both in their forties, handsome, like, both in their prime. Okay. Oof. Am I looking to get married or if I, am I just looking for some fun? Sounds to me like this is going to be a double header. <laughs> <laughs> Golf or pickleball? Oh, oh man. Golf, because I really do think that it's such a life sport and it's such a good sport to know how to play. And it's such a good business, like, you know, for business. So I'm going golf. Someone asked Gabby, the second question we ask people sometimes, what's your favorite movie? There we go. Oh, you know what? I was having this conversation the other day. I That is such a loaded question because I love action movies. Like The Accountant or is one of my favorite movies of all time but it's action like and if i'm thinking about like comedies like i don't know i'm like a terrible person with these things do you like but... the accountant because of the ca- main character do you like him but ben affleck i think in that movie he is unbelievable you know billy and i like works we don't necessarily care about the person's private life like alfred hitchcock was purportedly a kind of a weird dude but that's why he made interesting films yeah yeah. Well, I mean, you'd be surprised. A lot of Hollywood actors are total weirdos, but that in, doesn't surprise me. No, but in front of the camera, they are, you know, they can, they know how to turn it on and become somebody else. Yep. And that's why they're so good at what they do. Woody Allen is a perfect example of that. He's very people shy. Yeah. A lot he, of them are. Broadway Danny Rose getting interviewed by Joe Franklin. So Woody Allen and the crew came into the Channel 9 studios to do that. And, you know, he was unapproachable. He was just didn't want to talk to anybody. It was like, but like he knows what he's doing when he's, when he, he knows what he's doing when he's making movies. The backbone is Julie Andrews, uh, who was also in The Sound of Music. And she mm-hmm. also was the singing voice for Audrey Hepburn and My Fair Lady. She, she was. was uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. It always annoyed me that they just, just didn't use her in, in the movie. Yeah. I mean, I get it, Audrey Hepburn, but Audrey Hepburn couldn't sing. But Julie Andrews. She has a beautiful voice. You're yeah, bringing up Audrey voice. Hepburn because you think Gabby reminds you of Audrey Hepburn, which she might. 
Actually, I mean, Audrey Hepburn's in some great like movies. Do you ever see an Audrey Hepburn movie? I have Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, that's mm -hmm. a great one. A couple. But... See Sabrina. You will like that one. Sabrina. Sabrina. Oh, Sabrina, yeah. yeah. Two great one? actors they, in that one. They remade that one with Harrison Ford um, oh. not that long ago, but the original with William Holden and Humphrey Bogart and Audrey Hepburn is uh, very good. She plays the chauffeur's daughter of a very rich family who falls in love with the youngest son of the family who's a playboy. Ah. <clears throat> and okay. things get a little complicated because to <laughs> distract her from the youngest son and then they, they connect and it's it's a it's a good movie. Dad and I are trying to do is just to keep we live, I feel like we live in a world that just projects so much negativity and so much opinion on us and you know, sometimes people don't want that. And sometimes people just want to laugh or sometimes people just want to hear people's stories or, you know, they want to hear a father and a daughter, like for in our instance, like they want to hear a father and daughter bicker about why, you know, one of us is right and the other one's wrong um, on a, on a particular topic. And so, you know, if, will people listen? I don't know. Um, do I hope they do? Of course. But you know, same thing I'm sure with you both is that, you know, you do it because you have things that you want to say and you have people that, you know, have really interesting stories or backgrounds or viewpoints and they, you know, more people should hear it. Yeah. I, I you, totally agree with that. <clears throat> and we, so we try not to be negative. Yeah. We, we're negative about negativity. This has been great for us. Yeah. I no. agree. It's great. Thank you for having me. I was like, what do you got? I was like, who, me? I really do feel very fortunate. Um, and, you know, I, they say everything happens for a reason. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh, oh, well, at least we have the laugh to add at the end. <laughs> right. We're, we've gone from 12 handicaps at this to 19 handicaps in just a week. <laughs> that, that's what happened. Somebody changed my grip and the next thing you know, I can't do the podcast anymore. I felt like I was in the first row of the uh, first pew at church right during the sermon. <laughs> and your brother was poking my you. Brother, my brother was making me laugh. Thanks for joining Billy us Casper, today. Billy Horner. We really appreciate your Double feedback. Indemnity. And please Marky. subscribe to Two the show. Hit them hard. Job. And hit them off. That's 36 holes. <laughs>